0: Bees Radio Network, live coverage of Bees home games. Their podcast, their podcast, their podcast. Well, hello, hockey fans, and welcome back once again after a very long break. I haven't done the maths yet. I'm saving that for this weekend because it's going to take me all weekend to sort it out. But welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to the Bees Radio Network podcast, because the TSI World B's Ice Hockey Club. I didn't get it wrong first time. This is a good start. start come, mean to go it will come, won't it? It will come, no doubt. I'll say the other B word at some point as well. Um, but it is back. And do you know who else is back? Ladies and gentlemen, you've been waiting for him all these months. Mark Denham,
1: how are <laughs> we? That, that, that's the best intro I've had all year so far.
0: <laughs> I mean, it's the only intro we've had all yes. year on
1: the podcast. Do you know what? I don't think we need to do the maths because we connect up. We're doing this remotely. We connect up uh via skype and then by the magic of technology we put it all together but when i went to connect up to you uh my ipad had deleted the app so i reinstalled <laughs> the app it then said as you've not connected for so long as a security measure we've signed you out so it's that's crazy, how long it's it? been
0: i mean i i looked at the last recording date it was the 20th of may
1: here's a question and for you
0: Oh, God, no. Don't start with this. We're barely a minute <laughs> into the podcast, and you're coming out with these. Well, questions. I mean, this is one
1: that I suddenly thought we should probably know. Bees Radio Network podcast episode number. Oh, no. <laughs> we don't know that one, do we?
0: I've got the answer. It's series two, episode <laughs> one. I like that. <laughs> series two, episode well one. Well played. You know, like, you know Friends? You watch, you go back yes. and watch series one of Friends. It's quite Yeah. Rapey. You watch it. The one with the, one the confusion. Yeah, I mean this is very much could be the episode title for this one. Um, but this is this is definitely series two. And also it's it's obviously a, a big series as well, because we don't we know that we're back for six weeks. We know that much, okay, yeah. ladies and gentlemen. We know we have six weeks on this run. It may get extended. We may have a little while longer because there are potential for a longer cup competition with um, some of the other clubs that aren't competing in the NA- NIHL Spring Cup coming into play. But it could also be it. It could, it could be this little six-week run, going to decide, we've got the second series. I mean, that's the most important thing. Alan Partridge always said that. We've got the second series yep. now. It's when the case is, when's the third one going to come
1: back? Well, it's again, making the uh, sequel as good as the first, though, isn't it? But well, don't worry, we set the bar quite low, didn't we?
0: <laughs> I think we did. The only way is up. And I think yes. I think that is also such a segue sometimes. I think that can be described about why the podcast came to a halt, why pretty much everything came to a halt, because it is, it is for obviously the last year has been like nothing. Anybody has really ever seen before, it's been a crazy year. And then you throw into that the absolute carnage that was the unfortunate closure of the John Knight leisure sport complex, the potential, I'm going to say the potential extinction of the bees in the eyes of, of quite a lot of people. Um, but, it has to be said the minute that there was the, the, the chat of the rink started rolling around the wheels got in motion from the b side there, there was an obvious opportunity for for the club immediately spoke with everyone active at the slough ice rink immediately spoke with the slough jets immediately spoke with slough borough council and i think as much as we stopped and and like we even stopped the um <laughs> The Be At Home Cup that we were playing and on the PlayStation Four, which I can't even remember who was winning and who was losing, but I'm sure Zach Milton wasn't. Um,
1: I heard it was Graham that, Bell, Graham Bell uh, on the leaderboard. yeah.
0: He, he was definitely not winning. Um, <laughs> Del- but that all had- delete
1: the replays just in case anyone <laughs> checks that up.
0: <laughs> I mean, Stuart did buy a trophy, so if I can lay claim to that trophy, <laughs> I will. Um, but I think the thing to say here is that we we, we stopped all that because one. I'm not going to put players in a position where they don't know what their future is like. As much as the fans were hurting, as much as people from the skating community, from the Hornets, from the Queen Bees, from the Juniors, and everyone is hurting, the players were hurting exactly the same as well. It became very uncertain. Are they needing to go speak to other clubs in the area? Are they needing to go speak to other... And the last thing I want to do is put players out on a stream and then... Look, you can come and talk to me, you can same people could have talked to you, could have talked to anybody. I'm not gonna put the players in a situation where they're gonna get these questions. The wheels were in motion. Very quickly, we we struck an agreement with everyone active, our new friends there, our new friends with at Slavara Council, our new friends at the Slough Ice Arena as well. Is Slough Ice Arena the correct term? I mean, yeah, you know what, that was, is what it's
1: yeah.
0: called now. Yeah, I can't, it's gone through. I mean, technically the hanger, there's all sorts we can throw out there. But the club, the club. I think, on the whole, was looking pretty good. Like there was a little bit of panic from the outside, maybe. I think internally we knew that we had an opportunity. We worked very hard to get there. The great sponsors and partners, um, everyone from obviously our title sponsors at TSI World all the way down, just hugely supportive to the club as we drove forward. And I think I think everybody assumed at that moment, right. We've got our future set. We're going to be in the Slough Ice Arena. We've got the skate hanger up and running in there, the skate shop that's going down. It's it, the, the community programme had immediately moved in. The schools programme was moving in. It was really positive. And we were all looking set for a September start. And then... And then... <laughs> and then life got in the way once again. And that's kind of where we got to. And all of a sudden, everything just went on hold. And it, it's so frustrating which actually, why we've moved to this point now? Here we are, middle of February. Week week and a bit ago, I got a phone call from Doug Shepherd saying to me, "Graham, just to let you know, we're going to be playing in a spring series." I laughed. Mm. <laughs> I did not think there was a chance that we would be playing in this. I did not, in terms of, I didn't think one that this funding would come available for uh, us and and the four other teams to compete in it. Um, I haven't. I had my own feelings on it at the time. Is it, like my own feeling is you, you, the elite league obviously didn't get this funding, and obviously there's been a bit of a kick up from <laughs> Tony Smith, a little bit of backlash from Neil Black, and, and, and all sorts of stuff there. And I kind of agree with that in a little bit of respect. It's like turning around in this country and going, "Hey, you, you guys in the Premier League, we're not going to pay for you to keep running, but we're going to keep the Championship up and running." Mm. Yeah, You put it in those perspectives and I'm like, this makes no sense. But on the other hand, and I think the point I'm going to make all throughout this is, it's great for us in the media, it's great for the fan base, it's great for sponsors and partners, etc. What it's really great for is the players. It's really great that the players are going to be back together as a team. It's really great that they're going to get to go out on the ice rather than having a year of either one if you're a youngster not developing, if you're a middle aged player um, where you're just not playing at all in maybe the prime of your career. Um, well, whether you're. If you're
1: at the other end of your career as well, you know, you're maybe at a stage where you're thinking, I've got two, three years left. And all of a sudden you go a year without skating and without playing. When it comes to getting back on the ice all of a sudden you're at a position in life where you could have maintained what you had had you maintained it but getting it back is a real 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 struggle and I know that there will be players up and down the country who will probably come to find that um through no fault of their own they were still at a good enough standard where they could have maintained their standard and they could have carried on playing but now having not hit the ice seriously In a year, I mean, there may have been windows where they perhaps got on and had a little recreational skate, but having not hit the ice seriously in a year, having not donned a kit in a year, having not gone in for a hit or battled for a puck in a year, they'll come back. And despite having kept themselves in good shape physically, it'll be just that little bit extra that you can only get from a game situation that having not done it now for 11 months, there will be players who all of a sudden find that the twilight of their career potentially has been robbed from them. And that, that I think, is the saddest thing from this. The youngsters have missed out on a year of development, and that is sad. Those in the prime of their career have missed out potentially on a year of their prime. And uh, those, however, at the end of their career, they've potentially missed out on maybe two, three years, that they could have maintained themselves at a good enough standard to carry on playing, certainly at this level but all of a sudden now they'll be just that step off the pace. And when it goes, when you're at the back end of your career, there's not really much you can do to get it back in the case of most, is there?
0: No, exactly. And and, and that's why, look, as much as we want to sit here and, and, and there have been plenty of comments about it and it, I just was laying out my thoughts on it. I am so happy for these players that they get to go back out on the ice. I'm so, and it's not just going back out on the ice and oh, we're going to meet up once or twice a week, maybe yeah. have a bit of a skate around. But there's no, there's actual meaning to this. There's actually a competitive mm. element. There's actually a, there's there's something worthwhile at the end of this. And I think all the points you raised there are absolutely spot on. Um, and I, 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 I think Do you know, you can what, from see, another
1: point of view as well here, for the majority, hockey is not even a job. It's a second job. But it's more than that, isn't it? It's it's just doing something that gives them the buzz. You ask any player who plays at NIHL National or below whether they're doing this for the money or not, and they'll laugh at you. And it's that. It's the giving them back that. Yes, they probably are, hopefully, still employed in their jobs that they do Monday to Friday – But it's giving them back the ability to go out and do something that they are very good at with their mates in the team environment. And that's something that will have been missing from them, I would imagine, massively over the last 11 months. I remember you and I and Richard, thank you, Richard, uh, on what (laughs) turned out to be our last game at The Hive. We were joking, weren't we? We didn't take this that seriously. And we were kind of joking. like, Oh, will we have to stand two metres apart from each other. Where will we put Richard? And we were kind of having a laugh about it all, weren't we? And then it all came crashing down around us. And I remember so many people saying to me over the summer, well, will, will we have a team? Will we have a team? Yeah, don't worry. Don't worry. It's all in hand. And then it got to it that it was announced we were playing at Slough Ice Arena. So we'll be, we'll be playing in September. Definitely. I, I said Definitely. And I remember uh, I I DJ'd the last session at Slough before uh, leisure facilities were forced to close. And I remember the last thing I said on the microphone, take care of yourselves and we'll see you in a few weeks. And I genuinely, genuinely thought that then. And I'll put my hand up and say I underestimated this. I walked out of that rink on, I think it was the 20th of March was the last night I did. It was a Friday night. And I remember saying to the people on the microphone, see you in a few weeks. And I remember saying to everyone as I walked out, see you, you know, in a month or so, see you in a few weeks. And we, we genuinely underestimated this, didn't we? And for you and I, there have been like big changes in, you know, like we're working from home, things like that. There have been changes. But for these guys that may still very well be doing their Monday nine to five they've lost that buzz from the weekend. They've lost the ability to go out and be part of a team, to go out and be an athlete. And I think that's probably the most important thing about this is what it gives back, firstly, to the players in the fact that they can return and they can get back to that. And secondly, to the supporters as well, because the Bees have an amazing, loyal fan base who for the last 11 months, through no fault of theirs or the clubs, have missed what they do at the weekend. Now, I appreciate that this is obviously an online series. It's played behind closed doors for reasons of safety, which I'm sure, as we record this and as this goes out, everybody will now understand. So obviously the big social element of ice hockey doesn't return as yet. But on the bright side, though, you know people can watch that stream. they can perhaps also zoom with their friends and family, and they can make it the, as close to the social occasion as we possibly can until such time as we can throw open the doors at Slough and welcome people into our new home with us
0: yeah, and I think you, look, yeah that's that's the other part about all this like it's not gonna be the same we have to we i we have to i have to be blunt and honest, part of the reason why. I turn up at the rink and do what I do is to talk to people, is to chat to people. It's yeah. it's it's, it, it's, part, it's it's a social event. As much as there is the commentary, as much as there is everything else, it's a social event when you get to talk to people, you get to see people, you get to enjoy other people enjoying what you're enjoying at the same time. It's not going to be the same. I've got to talk to Steve Mary. No one wants to talk to Steve <laughs> Merry.
1: <laughs> He's got his mention already in a podcast in Series 2, Episode 1.
0: I mean, he might become a recurring guest at this rate. But like, um, I say that in jest. But you've got to see.
1: On the bright side, you get to talk to him from two meters away.
0: Well, that's very true. It's sort of behind a mask yes. as well. So it's even better. It's even better. Yeah. Can't bring it.
1: in Eric Clapton.
0: <laughs> but yeah, exactly. It, it's and it's not going to be the same without the fans in the building. It's not going to be the same without when that goal's in. Goal goes in. You're not going to hear the building lift up. You're not. E- all of that's going to be very different. And, and that then, will
1: be different for the players as well.
0: Exactly, because we know how much they feed off the atmosphere. And I have to say it as well, the Slough Ice Arena. Occasionally Jets fans did make noise, but not that often. Only but when, when the Slough donuts Jets were on offer, <laughs> but I remember
1: right. <laughs> yeah, very Didn't true. you enjoy a donut as a visiting oh, I, fan at Slough once?
0: Well, I did indeed. Yes. the previous guys. Um, yeah.
1: <laughs> uh, the noisiest block competition.
0: Well, exactly, but we know that when that building can get going, there can be a good atmosphere in there because it's, it's a hockey barn. Let's yeah. put it this way. It's a hockey barn. It's, it's a good place to come and watch hockey because it's a hockey barn. If you like that stuff, if you like the big arenas, it's a different world from that. It's but much, this is...
1: much smaller, much smaller, yeah. obviously than the fans of the Bees will be used to, much smaller, much more compact. But what it does do is it puts people closer together, and then that atmosphere feeds off. All you need is one person in one block to start cheering, chanting, and people will follow. And because the blocks are closer together, people will follow, and it's easier to generate an atmosphere in that building. I'm going to add something to that with the right people.
0: Yeah, indeed. And I think there's something else to say as well. It's not the Slough ice rink of old. The building is the same. But the inside is very, very different. <laughs> yes. <laughs> like, there's nice seats in there. There's nice plexiglass in there. There's, you, there's a back to your seat, which is a real highlight for um, for fans from the old worlds. And yes, it's lost some of that charm in terms of that, but it is a very modern building on the inside. It is a, it's why we've been able to get the streaming in. It's why we've been able to get a lot of other things in place as well. It's a modern building. It's had a lovely touch hey, you can turn old relics of ice rinks into quite nice modern buildings. Who would have thought? Um, Oh, yeah. And the walls are straight. And the walls are straight, and the boards are straight, and (laughs) the ice is flat. The doors open and close. Uh, Exactly. And and one thing as well, always, and this goes back years in Slough, always got told this about Slough Slough Ice Rink. It's it's some of the best ice in the south of England. Mm. Players love to skate on it. People love to skate on it. Officials love to skate on it. The ice quality, we can be honest, at times in Bracknell was tacky, I think was a word I used quite a lot. The ice would would tack up, it would stick. It wouldn't be a nice flowing play. On this ice, I think we're going to see, yes, the ice rink is smaller than the Hive as well. It has to be remembered, it's no longer the Olympic-sized ice pad. So it will be a very different game in the Slough Ice Arena. I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing... There's going to be players in this team that we're going to go for in a little while who have played at the Slough Ice Rink before. Some or even develop their game at the Slough Ice Rink. But there'll be others who, this is going to be the first time they've come into this building for a little while. Mm. And I, I can't wait to see them on that ice because it's a very different game. It's not that big, open, expansive Olympic 60 by 30. It's smaller. There's little nooks and crannies. There's little advantages you can pick up in that building. And I, yeah, I just can't wait to see, one, the guys on the ice... I can't wait, hopefully, in September for fans to come back in the building. I hope a lot of you join us on the stream. Um, I know the guys at TSI World are working very hard to get this all in place. Um, you can pick up your tickets now. You're available on com. Don't forget, you can pick up your package as well, so it's £12 a game. But if you pay for all of our six home games in advance, you'll only have to pay the equivalent of five tickets. It's a great deal. I'd get involved in it now. I think it's. I think it's an amazing deal. Um, and it's going to go well. I was watching the stream last week from Swindon and the guys at Ticketco, Joe Edwards, who's a player who has played in the EPL, is um, very much a stalwart of the NIHL world. He's been working very hard with those guys to get up and running. There's a lot of work going into making it a success for you guys at home, and I hope you do get to enjoy the show. If you're Sadly, you're not going to be able to join us. You're not having to take lateral flow tests, for example. You're not going to have your temperature checked. You're not going to have to wear a mask all the time, but you can sit at home. You can enjoy. Enjoy the stream um just just come along for the afternoon or evening because this is the great thing we've got some afternoon face-offs as well so you can sit down relax and then go eat your sunday roast that sounds like a good plan to me
1: and of course those on the stream get to hear your dulcet tones once again
0: as my voice is really struggling today what is going on here (laughs) i don't know i'm having to do a lot of you won't have to have to put up with that this year well, wow. I'm having to do a lot of voicing at work at the moment. And I think there's just a little bit that I seem to have taken one of my vocal zones, not a proper mm. placement. Other good um, throat pastels are available. And it just seems to have hit my voice today. So um, yeah. good timing for this uh, to come back and people going, oh, my life, what's happened to his voice? Don't worry, it should be back in place come the
1: weekend. Do you actually have to commentate through a mask? Because I'm going to be honest. Uh, yes. I'm going to be honest. When I go in the radio studio, I don't wear a mask. I will yeah, not I believe, wear a mask to do I be, radio. End of.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, I believe I, I believe I'm going to be wearing a mask. Um, be, and again, this is this is this is something else. Uh, that um, this is part of the modern world. Is that right now you go and do these events? Yeah, you, everybody who sets foot in that rink will be wearing a mask, bar the players when they're on the ice. Oh, this will be
1: fun because if I put a mask on, my glasses fog up and I can't see a thing. It'll be like the old days.
0: I mean come on? You mean what do you think I'm going to do? I'm going to be in exactly the yeah. same boat here. Like oh, I think someone's on the pipe yes. on the far end. Um, <laughs> yeah.
1: Well, yeah. When you get farther away, I think something is happening over there.
0: <laughs> um, it's fine. It's fine. I had years in Basingstoke. I know what it's like to look at foggy ice. Yeah. Anyway, let's go through the. Uh... You could. I mean, to be fair,
1: you could perhaps you know try like what some of the uh, some of the cricketers have done, and you could be commentating from home on the stream, so, feed it well, back, Imagine the we're, latency. We're the
0: exactly i was thinking about this but like i'll be like 27 seconds behind the play yeah. and i'm sure people who listen to the bees radio network last year would agree that was not uncommon um <laughs> so <laughs> uh, just to be clear on this as well there will be no radio commentary uh for this event at least to begin with um we want you all to sit back and come and enjoy the streams with us so there will be no bees radio network commentary instead you will have commentary on the bees stream does that uh, mean this we'll...
1: become the b Stream podcast, or can we still be the Bees Radio Network podcast?
0: We're still the Bees Radio Network podcast. Yes. Um, I mean, it was great forethinking for me to call it that, rather than the Bracknell Bees Radio Network, because we didn't have to undergo a rebrand. So, no, um...
1: although I'm going to have to speak to our voiceover, aren't I? Because it does say, the old website. <sighs>
0: So if you would like to be the voice of the Bees Radio Network, New Sting, please send your email to...
1: Oh, no, no, don't don't worry, don't worry, don't worry. I can get that done.
0: (laughs) Oh, well, good fun. Right then, Um, we're going to try and keep this short, relatively short for this week because... uh, Which is unusual for us. It's very unusual for us, but let's be 100% honest here. Look, we're coming into this quite fresh. We've only had a little bit of prep time. I'm still doing a lot of prep for the commentary. Um, So, yeah. Uh, I think the best thing for us this week is just to do a very quick brief, mainly to stop Zach Milton talking to me about wanting the podcast back, Mm. mainly. Do you know what, actually? About 10 minutes before we started recording this, someone else got in contact saying, is the podcast coming back? Is that SM? (laughs) It is indeed SM. Yes, Hockey B. (laughs) Oh, no, no, no. Oh, no. Oh. A um, bit more of a captain of an SM. Yes,
1: you mean Captain Fantastic. Um,
0: Captain Cam- Captain Fantastic is yes. asking. Yes. So no. Hello Stuart. indeed. <laughs> He's going to kill me. Yeah. Um. Anyway, well, you will keep him quiet at least for a little while. Um. So, Should we got him on then? Shouldn't we? Really? Oh, we'll, we'll get him on next week. Don't yes. worry. We, we, we'll we'll start bringing in players for this and such like. Maybe that. Maybe that. Maybe the, our budget in series two allows us to start bringing guests. We've got on. a budget this year. <laughs> if we had a budget of one p, it'd be more of a budget, wouldn't it? Yes. So. <laughs> Right then, let's quickly roll through the team that will be icing for the Bees Ice Hockey Club. Uh, in sorry, the TSI World Bees Ice Hockey Club, TSI World Bees IHC.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: There we go. Sounded yes, like you are about thought... to
1: do a football score then. TSI World Bees <laughs> IHC one. Somebody well, else I, nil.
0: Well, hopefully, it'll be lots against the Swindon Wildcats this weekend with a double header. We go up to the Link Centre on Saturday before welcoming welcoming them to. Everyone active, Slough Ice Arena on Sunday, as I completely forget the face-off time off the top of my head right
1: uh, now. Three o'clock Saturday, two o'clock Sunday.
0: Two o'clock Sunday, good job, because I was going to be turning up at three o'clock on Sundays.
1: <laughs> yes, so the stream would have been in silence for the first hour.
0: Could have been quite awkward, that could have been.
1: Um, hey. so Has anyone seen Graham? I oh, don't worry, he'll be here at three.
0: He'll be here at three, don't worry. I would have turned up just in time though, Yeah, so it's fine. Don't worry. It would have been a bit of a, it would have been out of breath. So well,
1: I'm fun. just wondering though, because like we always faced off late, didn't we last season? I don't think we faced off on time once. I'm just wondering, new season, new rink, new start. Will we be hitting the two o'clock face off? Yeah, easily. Yeah, easily.
0: Smaller, smaller ice surface to cut. <laughs> a couple of extra laps off it, it's fine. Mm. Uh, right then. So the bees line up for this spring cup. Obviously, there are look. There's been some great opportunities for those of you who watched the the stream last weekend. Between Swindon and Sheffield, you would have seen all sorts of players that you're used to. The likes of Aaron Nell, the likes of Sam Bullis, Rennie Mar, Jordan Mar joined him as well from the Sheffield side. Brad Doxley, I thought, had an excellent weekend. Uh, Alex Graham continues to grow as a player. I think he, look, he looks outstanding these, uh, as he continues to develop. But you also see plenty of other uh, special faces, the likes of Ben Davies, Matty Myers. Uh, and obviously, up at the Steel Dogs, you've got Liam Kirk, John Phillips. You've got uh, Jason Hewitt, who's playing for them on loan from Hull. And obviously, our best wishes to everybody to do with the Hull Pirates as their uh, rink undergoes a, a, a revamp. Uh, hopefully, they will be back in September. Um, maybe they'll be back in April playing out at Sheffield. Who knows? But I really look forward to seeing um, the, the Hull and all their players back out on the ice as well. We've obviously got a few guests as well, but I think the really great thing about this, what Coach Shepard was able to do, was having signed a lot of the team, he brought them back. Yeah. So we look at guys like Adam Goss, Danny Milton, Luke Jackson, Harvey Stead, Deacon Fielder, uh, James Galazzi, Ryan Webb, Zach Milton. They had all been announced as returning to the club and they will all take part in this roster. The only name missing from that is obviously Josh Ely Newman. All the players were given an opportunity. If they didn't want to partake in the tournament for whatever reason, they could step aside and it wouldn't be any problem at all. Josh took that opportunity. Not a problem at all. Uh, look forward to hopefully welcoming him back next season. Um, but there's bigger things here. Obviously, guys, it's an increased risk of contamination. It's sort of contamination. Um, what's the word I'm looking for there? Um, Infection? Uh, yeah, passing the virus around. Yeah. So it's, it's an opportunity. If guys have got work, if guys have got where it's more important they need to stay away. Not a problem at all. Players that... We then announced players that Doug had signed, but we hadn't announced yet because we were still building up to the season... Including in that, Captain Fantastic, Stuart Mogg, Josh Kelly making the move down from Basingstoke, Josh Smith, Josh Martin, lots of Joshs in this team, has been pointed out quite a lot. Uh, and Will Stead as well. And obviously, um, Bailey Howard as well, which I'm looking forward to. Bailey's quite a great young player. Uh, I think he had a good first year in Basingstoke. He showed against us a couple of times what he can do. Going back to last year with the GB under 18 or under 20 trials, can't remember off the top of my head, he lit them up. And he got a really impressive um, feedback from that. So I'm looking forward to seeing what he can do. And then we have our guests. And there is a mixture of these. Great opportunity for some prospects and younger players, the likes of Edward Bradley, Dan Fay and uh, Juhar Lindron Can't wait to see them playing. Um, Juhar gets a really great buzz around what he does in Slough. Lots of people looking forward to him. Dan Fay obviously came up through the Bracknell Young Prospects program, has been playing up in Witness and such like. So a great opportunity for him. And Edward Bradley... Uh, has been playing over in North America, born in Wokingham, great local kid. Can't wait to see what he does. Good opportunity for him. And this is exactly what this tournament can be about. For someone like him who has missed out on a year of his development, here is a little bit of a burst where he's going to get some training. He's going to get to go up against some of the best players that Great Britain has ever produced, and we'll get to see what he does. We then got some familiar faces from the NIHL, the likes of Bobby Chamberlain and the likes of Vanya Antonov coming back into play. Can't wait to see them. And then you've got the three Elite League guys, and these are three guys who are going to GB camp. There's a good chance they might be getting the opportunity to play for Great Britain at the World Championships. Kieran Long, we all know what he does, British Player of the Year in the Elite League, going back to Slough where some of his senior career started. And I think it's fair to say the second time around for him at the Slough Jets is really where he burst onto the scene in the EPL.
1: Yeah, I mean, I remember, obviously, I was involved with Slough then. I remember the first time he was signed, I watched him and I just thought there's something about him. There is a a huge raw talent. And at that time, Kieran was only young. He had that raw talent, but he didn't quite know what to do with it then. But the second time around, you could see that he had added a bit more maturity to his game. And that raw talent that he had had become the start of the talent that we know now. He was in more control of that talent. And I have to say... In my years in hockey, I've never seen anyone who can take a more easy looking penalty <laughs> shot and completely undress a netminder. He has an amazing ability with penalty shots. And in an exhibition game, it'd be great to watch. But the thing with Kieran is, he just makes it all look so effortless, doesn't he? Um, yeah, he's, you know, he's he, he played that first spell in Slough where you could see here is a talented kid. And I've seen lots of talented kids over the years, but not many have gone on to fulfil that potential in quite the way that Kieran has. You know, he was amazing in Slough the second time. He was amazing in Basingstoke. And I think it's only right that he took the jump to the Elite League, where he has found his feet. It's very, very difficult as a young British player to force your way in to the Elite League and actually get good ice time opportunities as a young british player but Kieran is that good that he just made it happen for himself and i think that we are in for a treat getting to see him back in the you know back in the the second tier we're going to be in for a treat because he just has bundles of skill doesn't he and when you look at some of the other players that we've got for him to play around you think that's just dangerously talented
0: yeah i mean I've just, I've just Bobby Chamberlain. Done some, yeah, I, I've just Long done and something Chamberlain.
1: Like, what a line! Yeah, I,
0: I mean, I've just done something I really regret doing in my life. Go I've on. just looked. I've just looked on elite prospects here and Long's age. T- yeah, 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 yeah. I feel old now. Mm. I mean, he's not that much younger than me, but I still feel old that he's over the age of thirty now. You'll um, always just be that. Uh, string bean of a kid that he was, as you say, round yeah. slow Slough and Swindon the first
1: time around. But it's just and- how effortless he makes everything look, though, isn't it? You know, like yeah. he, he, he has a turn of speed. He can get from one end of the ice to the other with the puck. And you're thinking, how did he do that? But then when he's got the puck, if somebody feeds him the puck around the net, how did he get it from there to there and into the net? It's just the way he does it. It looks effortless, doesn't it?
0: Exactly. Exactly. And and like joining him as well, um, Lewis Hook. Like yep. I mean, in all this, you're forgetting about a guy who great EPL player for Peterborough, mm-hmm. Milton Keynes has gone up to the elite league. First of all, with Milton Keynes, and, and now is obviously across in Belfast with Kieran, yep. and just a really solid kid. And Man. again, again, I, I'm going to give you the opposite here. I've looked at Kieran Long's age, and I've gone, oh, he's thirty odd. I'm looking at Lewis Hook's age. Lewis is twenty four. Mm. That's a kid who... Lewis always
1: stood out in Peterborough, though, didn't
0: he? He feels like he's been around for years.
1: Yeah, he does feel (laughs) like he's been around for years. Um, But he always stood out in Peterborough, didn't he? And he's another one like Kieran, where it's only right that he made that step up and tried himself on the big stage and he's succeeding on the big stage. And I think that also is a great benefit here as well, because Lewis and Kieran will be used to each other. Uh, having played in the elite league together, they'll be used to each other. And I think that's going to be of great benefit. And when you look at the mix that Doug Shepard has put together, the, the elite league players, the GB camp players, the B's roster that he had already signed and these young prospects. And you think what a great opportunity this is for these young prospects to come in. We've discussed time and time again, haven't we? Like, More specifically in terms of imports, we've discussed it, but when you're a young player coming in and you have great players to play with, you don't need to be that good when you start because you soak up the experience from playing with them. As long as you've got talent, you can add to that by soaking up the experience of playing with great players, listening to them when they talk, watching them when they play, and being a part of their play. For these youngsters coming in, to be able to play with, in the case of certainly the two uh, local players that have grown up initially in the Bracknell system, to be able to then don the jersey of the club that you always aspired to play for and to play alongside, I mean, James Galazzi. James Galazzi has been a bee forever. These youngsters will have grown up in the Bracknell junior system thinking, one day I'd like to play where James is playing. Now they get an opportunity to play alongside him. And I think that's great because Doug has got a fantastic mix here of brilliance and experience, of solid and of raw talent in the youth that, yes, it's going to need shaping over the years. If they're going to go on and become permanent bees, they have a great opportunity to start that now by Gaining experience, playing with these more experienced players, and I think that this is a very, very well balanced team that Doug has put together.
0: And we still haven't mentioned one guy, <laughs> Josh Waller. And no, I'm, we haven't. And I'm looking forward to Josh. Josh is a young, 19 year old kid. I mean, he played in the the, the, the Bracknell Junior system with mm. the likes of Willstead, Sean Norris, and such like. Uh, also played with Flynn, Sitch, Cunningham, so swings and roundabouts.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, but Josh has obviously spent time in the Czech Republic, going through some of the junior system over there. He's come back, he's playing for the Guildford Flames in the Elite League. Is in the GB camp situation. You talk to Guildford fans. They rave about this guy. Mm. I'm looking forward to seeing what he does. Like, he, I'm I'm quite... I, I, the biggest compliment I can play him is the couple of times I went to watch Guildford Games in the Elite League. You saw him on the ice and you would you didn't he didn't look out of place. Yeah. Now that's him as an 18 17 year old. Mm. He's got another year on him now. And by all means he might not have been on the ice for the last year, but that's another year of just growth. That's just another year of development. That's just yeah. another year of developing your body whether obviously gyms have been a little bit closed but that's just another year of everything on top. Mm. I can't, I I'm looking forward to this because and this could be the sort of, this could be the sort of story that people look towards. A 19-year-old kid has taken opportunities for him. has gone out, Is matching it on the elite league level. He's going to come into this tournament. He's going to get opportunities to play, opportunities to skate. Who knows? He could be. Like and the the point I I keep saying about this, it's important for the players. It's important from every player from the young kids coming through to the to the older guys just getting on the ice. But for Josh Waller, there's possibly something more at stake here. He's got a chance of a GB World Championship spot. Yeah. And it's not just a World Championship spot. It's a Pool A spot. It's the opportunity to go up and play against the best in the world. Do you know what?
1: I don't want to oversell this. But I'm just thinking in my head, when the NHL locked out for the first time, we got to see some absolute brilliance on these shores where the NHL players came over and they played in this country. And we got to see that for the length of that lockdown. Now, I don't want to oversell this, but we are, as you say, we're looking at people who are going to go on to represent Great Britain in Division A. This, <laughs> I mean, I think, you know, when you look at that, the fact that Doug has managed to bring in so many, and you've got, like, just the 19-year-old talent of Josh Waller as well, who, even if he doesn't represent GB right now, no doubt will with that amount of talent. You know, we spoke earlier about Kieran Long being raw and inexperienced, (laughs) and he harnessed that, and look at what he's gone on to do. Josh Waller is only 19. He has plenty of years ahead of him, and as you say, he'll be hungry because he's missed out on a year of development. He'll be hungry to get out there and hit the ice running as well. And I think when you look at the calibre, of players that we've managed to bring in as guests, I think, do you know what? It may even spark a, a, you know, a bigger fire in some of the experienced players that we have retained as well. You know, who maybe were thinking, well, I don't know. I've not played for 11 months. I don't know. The You know, like all the excitement around this, hockey being back, the chance to get to play with these guys as well, may even spark them and we know. I think it's just great all around that Doug has put together this fantastic mix, and it's just now Doug gelling it all together on the nights because yep. you know, like you and I know a lot of the players involved here. And if you are a coach and you have a player with unnecessary ego, which you and I have both heard of in the past, mm-hmm. it becomes very difficult, you know, um, it becomes very, very difficult to make that into a team. But what Doug has done is he's brought in players with massive talent, but who don't come with that ego. They can get on with whatever, you know, whatever needs to be done. Whatever Doug says in the pre-game team talk, they'll take it in and they'll do it to the best of their ability. And that group, you'll have the youngsters just mesmerized and watching on thinking, right, I want to get better. I want this to be me every week. So I want to like take whatever I can from this experience. I want to contribute, but I also want to take away and learn because there is no substitute, is there, to game experience? You could be absolutely the best, uh, the best player in training. I mean, I think of one from my time in Slough. Dusan Haloun used to play for Slough. You'll remember him. He was uh, he was amazing in training. He lit up training no matter who was in net, they couldn't stop him scoring. No matter who was defending, they just couldn't stop him getting round him. Because he'd never quite convert it to being the same on the ice. And I think that's where these youngsters, you know, like they've, they've missed a year. They'll be hungry. They want to contribute and they'll be looking to gain as much as they can as well. Because being no doubt, each one of those youngsters at some point in time would like a senior contract. So there's a lot to play for here, as well as just the honours of being the Spring Cup champions. There is a lot to play for, for a lot of players. For the GB guys, getting themselves back into shape, hitting the ice, getting the right muscles moving in the right ways again, so they're ready for the GB camp. For the beast players, it's great to get them back out, because we'll be looking to them in September to form the backbone of our roster. And for the youngsters, it's great for them as well to get out and forge a case and say, "Look, Doug." I'm available next year if you'd like me, and this is what I can do.
0: Have we sold it enough to you there, guys? I think we have. I think it's going to be a great six weeks. We've got hockey back. Let's just sit back and enjoy it. Don't forget, you can get your tickets right now for the stream on the Bees website, beesicehockey.com, where for the price of five games, you can get all six games if you buy them in advance, or it's £12 each game. Don't forget as well to support our opposition clubs as well if you can, and watch the Bees in action on our opponent streams too. Uh, All details of that will be available on our social media accounts. In terms of that, by the
1: way, in terms of that, just before I give you the social media accounts, that is something very valid, valid that you say. A lot of people perhaps won't go to the away games because they don't have the time. But obviously, if you're at home anyway, there's no reason why you couldn't support the bees away. Because let's not forget, each and every club that's partaking in this, bar those that took part in the streaming series, has had no ice hockey for months and therefore no income. So whilst we would obviously love for you to buy the B stream and watch on Sunday from 2 o'clock, please do, if you can, also support this weekend's opponents as well on Saturday, the Swindon Wildcats. Theirs is a 3 o'clock face-off, and as Graham said, if you can get both streams, please do. Now, would you like the social feeds now that I've continued my sales pitch?
0: Give us the social feeds. The sales pitch is done now. Give us, uh, give the sales pitch for the social
1: feeds. Well, if you're on Facebook, if you're on Twitter, or if you're on Instagram, it is all quite simple. It's at Bees Ice Hockey, so you can connect up with us there as well. And obviously, there'll be little tidbits and uh, links that you need for streams and stuff like that, all available on our social media feeds as we build up to the games. And also, we'll have uh, links as well to all the match reports and that after the games for those that... Either missed parts of the stream or indeed didn't see any of it, but there's no reason why you couldn't see it.
0: Exactly. Mark, absolute pleasure. Welcome back. It's good to be back.
1: Do you know what? This is the first time we've spoken in ages, isn't it, as well?
0: (laughs) Don't make it seem like we never talk.
1: All right. Do you know what, actually? It's not. I take that back. We only spoke like 10 days ago, didn't we, or whatever. I take that back. Might have to edit that out in post.
0: Um, Just. Just revealing it all behind the curtain. Yes, revealing right?
1: it all. Yeah, but then the thing is, though, Graham, I've not seen you since... It's true. Since March. what, March? Like, yeah, we may have to wear name badges as well to go... <laughs> Although it'll make no difference to us because we'll just be the ones walking around bumping into everything, won't we, with fogged up glasses. Sorry. Exactly. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, it's all right. Sorry. I'm apologising to a wall.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but at least it's a standing up straight wall, not being yes.
1: overall leaning. Well, yeah. Imagine if you bumped into certain walls, we've caused structural damage.
0: <laughs> I dread to think. Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, most importantly, we're so glad to be back. We're so glad to be welcoming you back into our hockey world. We'll be here each and every week on the podcast, at least for the rest of series two. But until next time, take care of yourself and goodbye. Whatever I said, whatever I did, I didn't mean it. I just want you back for good.
1: Bees Radio Network, live coverage of Bees Home Games. Their podcast,
0: their podcast, their podcast, their podcast, their podcast.